Welcome to your Formula One Daily News Podcast. Today is Sunday, the 7th of June, 2020. In today's headlines, Mercedes expect Red Bull's Max Verstappen to be their biggest threat. Red Bull's Christian Horner says budget cap won't harm Red Bull. Italian and Belgian GPs given one-year extensions. Serious investors heading to Williams. Ross Braun says that no new F1 manufacturers before 2026 rule change. Toto Wolff repurchases stake in former team, Williams. And McLaren Zach Brown predicts Ferrari teammate fireworks in 2020. Mercedes expect Verstappen to be biggest threat in 2020. Mercedes technical director James Allison expects strong competition from Red Bull's Max Verstappen in 2020. The Dutchman will go into this season off the back of his strongest campaign to date last year when he finished P3 in the Drivers' Championship. But the revised 2020 calendar is already looking promising for the young challenger. The season will start with two rounds in Austria at the Red Bull Ring, where Verstappen has won the last two races. Formula One will then move on to Hungary, which has also been a happy hunting ground for Red Bull, even though Verstappen missed out on victory here in 2019 after a fantastic duel with six-time world champion Lewis Hamilton. And Allison believes it will be Verstappen who provides the most consistent threat to their star man, Hamilton, who this year is chasing a record-equaling seventh world championship. Allison said on the Formula One Nation podcast, there's no doubt that Max is going to be a formidable opponent for us this year. Ferrari too showed glimpses of some form in pre-season testing, but we would imagine that Max will again be strong in Austria because Red Bull are always super pumped up there and they have got a bit of a track record. Mercedes did not trouble the leaders in Austria last year, mainly due to cooling issues with the W10. But Allison says the team are looking forward to returning to the Red Bull ring to make a statement and show what they truly can do. He said. Our campaign in Austria last year was hampered by our own mistakes on the cooling side, which meant that we were chugging around way off the actual natural pace of the car. And the year before, we were hampered by some unreliability and rather clumsy moves around the safety car. So, I think we're all looking forward to getting to Austria and maybe showing a bit more of what we're capable of than the slight underperformance that we put in in the previous two seasons. Christian Horner says budget cap won't harm Red Bull. Christian Horner believes Red Bull's F1 competitiveness will not suffer as a result of the budget cap being introduced to the sport next year. A spending limit of $145 million will be brought in for the 2021 season, which is then reduced to $140 million in 2022 and $135 million the following year. Inevitably, the bigger teams with the greatest financial power will be hardest hit as they cannot flex their spending muscles so widely, giving the smaller outfits the chance to catch up. But Horner insists the most professional, talented constructors will still come to the fore even though he acknowledges the budget cap is for the greater good rather than individual benefit. Horner told Motorsport.com. I think you've got to look at what's right for the business and sometimes self-interest is outweighed by the interests of the sport. I've taken a holistic view of this and I believe the cream will always rise to the top at the end of the day. So whatever the regulations are, it's down to us to adapt to ensure we are as competitive as we can be. It's something we've been successful at doing over the years and we'll have to apply that again with this set of technical, sporting and financial regulations. One unfortunate consequence of the spending cap is likely to be job losses, but Horner hopes impacted staff can be absorbed into other areas of the Red Bull empire. He added. Inevitably, it will have an effect on the shape of the team, but we have other activities as well. 
We have other synergy projects, and we have advanced technologies, which is growing in its activities. People are our biggest asset, and where possible, we will look to protect as many jobs as we possibly can. The budget cap safeguards the team's costs. We've still got the revenue side to sort out, but I think costs are significantly reduced, and they are under control. The plans for the next five years make Formula One a more attractive proposition to outside investment, to investors, and sponsors. I think it hopefully goes some way to helping safeguard some of the smaller teams, and hopefully, these new technical regulations will also help to create closer racing, which is certainly the goal and intent. Italian and Belgian Grand Prix given one-year extensions. Both the Italian and Belgian Grand Prix have been given one-year contract extensions to make up for lost revenues in 2020. Already, the Hungarian Grand Prix has been handed a new deal which will see them host a race every season until 2027. And that event, along with the rounds at Spa and Monza, are set to take place behind closed doors this season, meaning a sizable drop in revenue due to the lost ticket sales. But the one-year contract extensions have been signed to make up for that lost income. Two rounds in Austria are set to open the season before a visit to the Hungaro Ring. Silverstone will then host two rounds, followed by the Spanish Grand Prix, before Belgium and Italy complete the initial eight-race European phase of the season, which has been released. Vanessa Mayers, chief executive officer of Belgium's Spa-Francomprise, told the circuit's website. This year's race had been put together outside of the existing promoter contract, which has now been extended until 2022. This new model will allow the Spa-Francomprise to somewhat mitigate the financial effects of this historic crisis. The Italian Automobile Club confirmed meanwhile that their deal had been extended until 2025. Speaking to racefans.net. Formula One Managing Director, Ross Braun, said. We are not in the business of financially supporting a promoter who is in trouble, but we are in the business of having good partnerships for the long term. So how we arrive at the agreements for the next few years, in some cases, some circuits have extended their contract by a year because they have lost this year. That gives them that stability. We have been fairly realistic I think in the approach we're taking. The main focus is how can we make sure you are here in the future. But I don't think that involves propping up promoters in the short term. I don't think we can do that. Formula One managing director, Ross Braun, says there are some serious people looking at investing in Williams. It was last week when the team made the announcement that they were searching for new funding and a complete sale of the company and its F1 team was not out of the question. The team's deputy principal, Claire Williams, has said the funds are there to complete the 2020 season, though a loan of £28 million has been taken out by the company. But Braun believes the new financial rules coming into F1 will be enough to safeguard Williams' future, while some serious people are considering investing in the team. Mercedes boss, Toto Wolff, has already purchased a 5% stake in his former team Williams. Speaking to Motorsport.com, Ross Braun said. I think without the things we did, it would have been much more worrying, but it's pretty stable. The Williams situation has got to be dealt with, but there's been some fairly serious people looking at Williams, and I think it shows that there's a decent model behind it to make it a serious consideration. But while Braun does have a soft spot for Williams, he says the team is paying the inevitable price right now for finishing last in the past two seasons. He said. It's a team with fantastic heritage, and obviously I do have a soft spot for them, he said. The reality is that F1 is pretty brutal, and you're measured every two weeks on the track, or every week as will be the case in the next few months. There's no hiding place. Quite honestly, if you finish last, as they have for the last few years, there's going to be a consequence. And now unfortunately they've reached that point. 
whoever goes in there needs to look at the fundamental reasons why they've not been able to perform, and whether it is just finance, or the structure they've got, or the approach they've taken. I honestly don't know. But it needs that understanding. It may just be financial, and with extra financial support, they can be more competitive. And it needs someone to go in there and try to understand what's going on. McLaren are also trying to find financial help, not only through loans, but they are also considering mortgaging their HQ and shifting their collection of classic F1 cars. Braun admits it isn't good for F1 to have two iconic teams struggling so badly, but it's the reality of F1 due to the slamp McLaren were starting to recover from in 2019. He explained. It is not, but we've done everything we could to put that right, and they just need to get back on the road again. Both teams have had poor performance. If McLaren had been winning championships and were in the condition they are in you'd say there is something very wrong with F1. But in reality McLaren have been pretty poor for the last few years, and F1 is brutal, as I say. There are no free rides in F1, and if you perform at that level for several years, you pay a consequence. You lose sponsors, you don't get the prize money you used to get, and it becomes a bit of a vicious spiral. If those were great teams that were stopping, you'd have to look at what's wrong here. But you're actually looking at two teams which have underperformed for several years. Formula One managing director Ross Braun says no new engine manufacturers will come to F1 until 2026 at least, when the rules change. The current regulations are guaranteed to be in place until 2025, and it seems no new suppliers are ready to come forward during that time. And plans on the rules for 2026 and beyond remain open. But Braun doesn't expect any company to come forward with interest in joining Mercedes, Ferrari, Renault and Honda as an engine manufacturer under the current rules. Braun told Autosport. It's not that far away when you think you've got to do a new engine. You will have to be starting your engine design in 18 months if you want to get one for then. So with the FIA and with the manufacturers, we're now looking at what the next powertrain should look like and I think that's the opportunity to get new manufacturers involved and we need to find a design specification to do that. We're looking at what we feel is a relevant powertrain for that period. No one is going to invest in the current engine because it's going to finish in that time and it's a very substantial investment to get up to speed. Braun said, talks regarding the new regulations are underway, but they won't be rushed through. He confirmed. We were having a discussion about it. Pat Simmons, Nick Hayes, Gil Simon, Fabrice Lom, and Nicolas Timbasis. We're all working on what the powertrain should look like for the future. We know what the objectives are. The relevance, the economics of it, and it's got to be a good racing engine. We know what we want to achieve, we just haven't defined yet what that will be. We continue to believe that there are alternative approaches to solutions to the future. We don't think there's one solution. We believe we can occupy a very relevant space. Sustainable fuels are a big thing for us because whatever engine we have, that will be a major part of it. With some of our partners, we're now working on a strategy for introducing sustainable fuels into Formula One. So that will be a big element for the future. But really for the moment I don't have an idea on how the engine should look. Asked if the new rules would be a big shift or an evolution of the current ones, Braun replied. I think for the moment, we feel it will retain similar technologies to what we have now. There are a number of radical engines on the horizon, but we don't think they are well enough established that in 18 months, you can commit yourself to them. Mercedes boss, Toto Wolff, has made more market moves after repurchasing a 5% stake in his former team, Williams. Wolff, already a shareholder at Mercedes and now also at Aston Martin, after recently making an investment in the company, following a takeover from his good friend, Lawrence Stroll, has now re-added Williams back to his business portfolio. 
The news comes in the wake of Williams undergoing a formal sales process, essentially making them open to offers, whether that is through a minority stake, a majority stake, or a full takeover of the company. But, in what has been described as a security investment, Wolf has reacquired a 5% stake in the team where he used to be executive director, according to F1 journalist Pete Windsor. Pete Windsor reported on Twitter. It's nice to see that yesterday the head of Mercedes Toto Wolf bought a 5% stake in Williams F1. For the first time in a long time, the team can begin to move in the right direction. He further reported. Mercedes has pointed out that it is a security and thus technically not a buyback. A security is a first priority interest in favor of the security agent in respect of all of the shares in such an owner. Make of that what you will. Wolf previously had a 30% stake in Williams before he moved to Mercedes. He sold 20% to American businessman Brad Hollinger in 2014 and sold the other 10% in 2016. It remains to be seen if this is an early sign of more investment to come from Wolf or whether it will be just a timely cash injection to a team who are financially struggling. Time will tell. McLaren Zach Brown predicts Ferrari teammate drama in 2020. Ferrari could be in for a tough time this season, with Zach Brown predicting that the 2019 Brazilian Grand Prix clash was only a prelude to what awaits the Scuderia. Last year, Ferrari teamed up Sebastian Vettel with newcomer Charles Leclerc, stating several times that the German is the priority driver. That however changed as the season progressed, as Leclerc took the fight to the four-time world champion. The battle between the two came to a head at the Interlagos circuit, where fighting over fourth place, Vettel and Leclerc collided, putting both cars out of the race. This season, it is a rather different picture at Ferrari. As 2020 will be Vettel's last year with the team, while Leclerc is now the priority. Brown predicts even more fireworks. He told Corey Della Sera. In Ferrari's garage, there won't be a nice environment. At the moment, the team doesn't look like a happy family and this situation will lead to exciting races in 2020. I think what we have seen in Brazil will have been only a prelude of what we will see this year. McLaren will be losing its driver, Carlos Sainz, to Ferrari next season, with the Spaniard signing a two-year deal to partner Leclerc. While it was initially thought that Vettel would take Sainz's seat at McLaren in a straight swap. The Woking team instead announced Daniel Ricciardo as Lando Norris's 2020 teammate. Brown explains how it played out. Sebastian is an exceptional driver, but we had our plans. Continue with Carlos or choose Daniel. We have always had a very sincere relationship with Carlos and we started talking about his future during the winter break. We asked him if he wanted to race with us or with Ferrari, so Daniel's announcement was not a surprise since we knew that Carlos would choose another path. Eventually, these moves would have happened even without the COVID-19 emergency because the talks started earlier. That was your daily Formula One news. Please join us tomorrow for your latest F1 racing news. Stay safe.